I think he will, yeah. I, I He's in the Romeo. He's in the Romeo. Which, by the way, did you see the livery they brought out? Yeah, not bad. Camo. Yeah, very... Was it? Oh, that sounds like kind of the wrong car. Are you joking? Are you joking? <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode two of the Pit Stop Podcast. I'm Fab. I'm Jake. And we're here again for episode two. Uh, we're actually recording this before the first one's even gone out. Yeah, we haven't had any uh, response yet, so you might absolutely hate us. <laughs> well, we've had some some sort of a response. We have. We put this on TikTok, and somehow our account got a thousand followers. But that did mean we had a few people think we were very stupid. Yeah. Everyone. I think everyone, <laughs> everyone thinks we're stupid. I think some people really like the idea, but a lot of people seem to call us DTS fans. What does that mean? Oh, I have no idea. Dri- drive to Survive <laughs> yeah. fans. I mean, we are Drive to Survive fans. We'll get to that throughout the episode, but we cannot start this episode without saying sorry for what we got wrong in the last one. Just to clear it up, Vettel is the youngest ever world champion and Max Verstappen is the youngest to ever win a race. And Fab, who is the Iceman? Don't. Kimi Raikkonen. Yeah, thank you. And <laughs> oh who's got the God. most Constructors' Championships? Ferrari. Well done. Who's got, the most, go. who's got the most in a row? Come on, come at me. Mercedes. Yes. I think, is it? Yeah, no, it is. Oh, yeah, that could be right. wrong as right. well. No, you're dead right. Smashed it, mate. Yeah, we smashed it. We learned about DRS. We learned about undercut, overcut. We learned about tyres. In episode one, we got stuck into a few of the good bits. This whole thing's just like a lesson, isn't it, really? Well, that's the thing. We are new fans starting from scratch. And I think people on TikTok, some people are seeing that thinking, this is cool, there's new people to the sport. And others are seeing it and thinking, you guys are useless. Why would you make a podcast? But that's exactly why we've done it. To I'm, help I'm actually thinking other... the same thing. <laughs> to be fair yeah we do watch back our videos laugh and think what are we doing it's pretty funny but it turns out that most of you are laughing with us so um or at us i haven't decided you can laugh at us if you want we've even managed to line up a very special guest so there's going to be some special guests coming on which is exciting i don't know how we've managed that when we haven't even launched the podcast i know so we must be doing something right we won't mention the name yet nah keep it keep it teased but, but feel free to guess who it is. Yeah, you guys, you guys will know who it is. Yeah, you guys will know who it is. He's not a driver. He's not. He's not a driver. We'll say that much. Yeah, we won't tease you that much. He's not a driver, but it's a very, very exciting guest. <clears throat> so on the day of filming today's episode, it has been pre-season testing in Barcelona. Have you seen what happened today there? Uh, no. Go well, on, fill me I'm in. I'm going to fill you in, and I want your reaction. Who All do you right. think has come out as? Fab hasn't seen, and I've only just seen because I've got the screenshot off Twitter. Who do you think got the quickest lap today in preseason testing? Verstappen. No. Obviously, this is pre-season, te- pre-season testing. It doesn't mean a lot, really. They're just no. testing the cars going out. But it's quite interesting. Verstappen actually did the most laps today on the track in his car and only got the ninth fastest. He was ninth. And Lando was topped with a gap of 0.597 seconds to Leclerc and Carlos Sainz third. Mate, I'm telling you, Ferrari, mate. Both Ferraris. Ferrari, I told you, Ferrari are going to be dominating. <laughs> they are. I reckon people listen to this going, it's pre-season testing. It means nothing. But we have no idea. I'd assume this is the first time they've got on that track and really tried the car against the other cars. I've been thinking about this. I mean, obviously, 
So they have the testing right. I mean, is there a rule to say that they can't get in the car at all before testing? Like, who knows yeah, if there's like know. these little tracks somewhere? That's what I thought. Do they have their own tracks to like a, try on? Just give it a cheeky spin before they get out. I don't know. There Surely. must be it must be a rule somewhere because otherwise it'd be unfair, wouldn't it? I mean, Haas clearly haven't got their own personal track. <laughs> They got nothing, mate. Yeah. I mean, I have no idea how the preseason testing works, but yeah, Verstappen did the most laps, and some people obviously did more than others. Like 147 laps is a lot of laps. And Wait, um, who, who done 147 laps? Verstappen did the most laps today and came ninth fastest. He couldn't get out. At well, 147 laps in total. Yeah, uh, Lando did 103, coming first. But yeah, it's great to see Lando up there. Maybe the McLaren and the Ferrari are going to be flying next season. That's it, mate. I'd also like to say at the beginning of this episode, obviously I've now promised to get a Nikita Mazepin tattoo if Mazepin gets no points. No, if Mazepin... Mazepin? Mazepin? <laughs> muffin pin. Muffin, yeah, someone Whatever called that Muffin pin. That was hilarious. <laughs> if Mazepin gets any points, I have to get a tattoo of him. But Fab has now filled me in that Haas have been developing their car, and I didn't know that. Mm. So apparently, what's happened? Well, from what I hear, they... <laughs> here we go. <laughs> get ready. Damn, for Fab's right. insight. Let's make sure I get this right. Come on. I heard on the grapevine that apparently they they didn't change anything about their car last year, like last season. Could tell. <laughs> yeah, you could definitely tell. To give them like. I don't know, just to make sure that they're more pre- prepared for this year. Yeah, that's interesting because maybe they've had this ultimate plan. They've known they were out of the race L in that, that season. So they just said that the car's shit. Let's just run with it all season and we'll spend all our time prepping for the next year because there's, there's so many regulation changes, right? This is like one of the biggest changes. I, I talk about it like I know. I was comparing the liveries the <laughs> other day. I have no idea what them things over the wheels are. That, do you know what I mean? They look like wheel caps. Oh, the wheel thingies. What are they? Yeah, wheel thingies. <laughs> well, great. What do they do? Um, pass. <laughs> I'm asking you like you'd know. Oh, I haven't got a fucking clue, mate. <laughs> you know this by now. Neither of us know nothing. All no, we can do, and I also... all we can do is guess, and then we'll put <laughs> up. Right, we'll, let's put, guess. we'll put the video up on TikTok, and everyone will tell us what the actual answer is. And then next episode, we'll come back and be like, oh, that's all right. What take is. your guess. What do you think they're there for? It's, uh, it'll be aerodynamics. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I reckon it's something to do with that as well. But I've seen a video of them looking out of their, like, cockpit. And it looks like it's harder to see over the wheels now, which is interesting. Because that's going to change. The ho- I don't even know how they drive with that um, bloody, what's it called? Halo in the way. Oh, mate. Let alone not being able to see mate, the tyres. No idea. Like, you know when we play it on the game? Yeah, no, F1. we can't admit that to them. If we tell them we don't use that camera angle, they're going to hate us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we drive on the hardest camera angle. Yeah, cockpit only. We tell people we use, like, 75% difficulty on TikTok and everyone's commenting, 108 on a controller, 120 on a wheel. I didn't even know it went over I 100. I didn't even know it went up that high that's weird isn't it yeah i think uh, maybe they're lying and maybe they we're, race us. we're so stupid we don't even know that they're lying maybe they're just using a lot of ai assists i reckon i re- yeah i reckon all you out there have got the brake assist on we'll have to have a pit stop race tournament soon so you've got really the green lines the you can see when to break we don't use none of that <laughs> we use everything <laughs> yeah we do every assist that we can get uh, but yeah fast have developed their car it could be a big season for them. Let's see how they did in preseason testing today. Well, well, before you get into that, someone did say in the comments that actually Haas have actually been quite good at one point. Yeah, I saw that, but I had no idea about that. 
And then uh, I also didn't know Williams. I I know maybe I should have known this, but I didn't watch back then. Williams have got like a lot of constructors. I think they've got more than Mercedes. Oh yeah, that could be wrong, but I think the order goes Ferrari, <laughs> Williams, Mercedes, and I think how many Mercedes got eight. Yes, I think I think Williams have nine, and I think Ferrari have sixteen. Damn, I think. Uh, no, I remember seeing a graph actually. Yeah, there was a graph of like Williams's constructors like career and it was like up 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 and then he like, soared I, down I had, when were they big i don't know is there something we're completely missing was it a driver we know oh man if we haven't lost any fans already we've just lost a load more. <laughs> <laughs> guys the funniest thing about reading these tiktoks like all the comments is that everyone's like to be fair most of you have been really nice about it and they're like oh you guys are learning but then you get like there's like one specific guy he's like oh i can't stand hearing drug to survive <laughs> fans it's like oh you're so, so annoying it pisses me off so much it is that is it and i think that's because in episode one we spoke about how much we love drive to survive and we've put a tiktok live of us saying we are drive to survive fans but we can't lie i think the best way to describe how we got into the sport was we binged watch drive to survive but there was no race on at the time as soon as we then got as soon as there was a race on, we were watching it and we weren't watching Drive to Survive anymore. We love it just like any other Formula One fan. But we do love Drive to Survive. I think it's amazing. Yeah. I can't wait for the new one. We watch like all three seasons in the gap between in the In races. the gap between races, right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. We don't just watch Drive to Survive and not watch the Grand Prix. That's, we watched that because that's all we had. And then we watched everything else, all the build-up, everything, the practices, the qualifying for every single race. So what was the first race that we uh yeah the first i want to say it was like usa i think it was usa i I can't really remember um exactly because a lot happened and we were trying to learn do posts on pit stop at the same time you know there was a lot going on we just became completely addicted and it it literally took over our lives so Mm. it happened very very quick but yeah a lot of people have been saying Drive to Survive fans don't know stuff or aren't welcome to the sport. And you're right. You're absolutely right. We don't know nothing. And it's interesting, though, because I saw a TikTok and some people were saying there's fans out there that only watch Drive to Survive. How weird is that? Like the thought of someone only watching Drive to Survive, but then never watching the Grand Prix. Because it definitely happens how people watch Netflix series. You could just watch it like a Netflix series, but you might not watch the Grand Prix. But I can't imagine that. I find that weird. That's like watching that Neymar documentary on And not Netflix watching and football, not watching but people football. have definitely done it. I mean, Leah's in there right now watching the Ronaldo documentary, the one about her wife. She don't watch football. No. I mean, I know that's nothing to do with Ronaldo. I'm just saying, mm. like, how you can cross over. But, yeah, the response on TikTok's been amazing. My favourite thing about it is how many, you know, there's been male, female influencers interacting with us. And I've seen so many amazing female TikTokers before we'd even started so it's just great to see so many people in the TikTok scene making F1 videos. Everyone else's content is probably better than ours. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think we're I think we're killing it. Yeah, I think we're doing the best we can. I'm having fun with it. I hope you guys are enjoying it. Like we said in episode one, anything you want us to change, just send us a message. The only thing we can't really change is the hosts. We live together and we've been friends since school. So hope we can switch that up very no. easily but yeah jake's right we want you guys to be involved as much as possible so yeah any suggestions any alterations give us a shout yeah or any any talking points or anything you want us to talk about i mean we're trying our best to like come up with like stuff that we can talk about on this podcast but i mean if you guys want to hear anything in particular 
send us a DM. Definitely, yeah. One thing that some people may not know that I found out earlier that I thought was really interesting, you might know, but did you know Verstappen isn't in the new drive spot? Why? Like, personally, he's not in it. So, before... Are you sure? Yeah, 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 definitely, mate. So, basically, he didn't do any interviews, personally, for the whole thing, because he said last season, that, or at the end of last season, that or some point, that it was too fake, because they, they created rivalries and stuff. So, he didn't want to do personal interviews. But I have a feeling now that he's won the championship, he's probably gone back to them mm. and gone, please post as much as you know, much as you can. Mm. Um, I'm not sure how it's going to work, but yeah, there shouldn't be any personal interviews of him. There might be. There might have been added. I just saw that online. Christian Horner was on Talksport the other day, and he mentioned that it's amazing. He said that the new season, the of new season, is yeah. insane. Well, after that, after that season in Formula One, it's going to be powerful i'm very excited i'm very 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 excited for it and i think i really feel like drive to survive will lose the stigma attached to it after this year because i can 100 percent agree with the f1 fans that don't like the edits um the edited radios the edited video clips but then i i also see it from from their point of view you know they're trying to create a tv show that isn't just aimed at the grand prix fans this is a series but you know f1 fans love it Mm. but yeah i'm really excited for it yeah no me too i actually can't wait to watch it march the 11th isn't it not long now something like that buzzing for it we actually do you reckon are they going to release like episode by episode i don't know i hope it's just all at once because i want to binge it we'll watch them all in one night probably i want to binge it yeah no definitely so yeah we've had the uh liveries and we thought for episode two we can get into you know some of the different cars some little predictions for the season you know talk about where we think things might go and i want to start off by talking about uh something i saw on youtube i'm trying to do as much research as i can as a new fan and learning about the car to car racing the difference this year that they've made so what do you know about that so the whole reason that they've been changing these cars is to like make it more streamlined in terms of like the cars can get closer together race better the whole thing about the dirty air out the back it means yeah, cars can get closer and then i don't know they just seem to think there'll be like more battles going on rather than like two teams heading out the front Definitely. and everyone behind i don't want to get into like technical scientific numbers but i think they've reduced dirty air by like 80 percent 80 with the new or like 60 percent or something it's like only going to be 10 percent of what it was actually no if it's only going to be 10 percent of what it was they've reduced it by 90 percent hang on hang on mathematics aren't my strong point but you've just way, given yeah. us three numbers there 60 80 <laughs> and 90 <laughs> Yeah, now cars should be able to race directly behind each other. And it won't just be the DRS that you need. Like, mm. dirty air won't be so much of a thing. So cars can get so much closer together. But it's mad how much um, how much control the teams have over that kind of stuff. Because I was looking at a video about some guy on YouTube that like, compared all the different cars and body shapes that come out. And the different wings at the back designed differently. Basically, I think it's either all of them or the majority of the cars, they're pushing the air through like the middle section of okay. the wing that you have like a at the back you have like a top wing and a bottom wing i'm sure there's like specific names for them i love what you do talk about this stuff and it pushes that the air like through the middle but depending on how the wings shaped like obviously different cars it's going to be different for different teams wow so it's mad really i mean i because we were under the assumption that every car was just pretty much exactly the same oh yeah i just color. thought it was a shell right and that, that's when i've seen all these images now i think aston martin's car is significantly smaller 
from looking at the comparisons that I've seen when they've drawn the lines across compared to the like, rest of them or compared yeah, to the last Aston season. Martins compared to the, all of them this season. It's like quite a lot smaller, I think. Or if it's not Aston Martin, one of the cars is a lot smaller. Um, and Red Bull, no, Ferrari, have them really big, like, bath size gaps on the side of their car. They're huge, like side pods or whatever. I don't know what they what, are. What, the gills? Like, it's the just, fucking, it's like where a the massive radio gap, mate. Out. You could sit and have a bath in that. Oh, on the floor, the black bit. I don't know. Is that it? There's like a bath either side. It's just wide, like, really wide. Yeah. It's, it's so interesting how they all do their cars. But yeah, I always thought it was like one shell. And I never really thought you could change the like outside. I know you could change the way it looks and that. But I didn't realise you could have like different lengths and like mm. different widths. That's really interesting to the see front, who's, um, who's nailed it. The front wing's made up of like three different sections. I've seen that. Like they're bars. Yeah. And I noticed that like some of the teams, the front of their nose cone attaches to the the first section of the front wing and a lot of them attached to the second bit. Do you know what I mean? I, but I want to know is like all these teams, like they have so many technicians behind them and people that they know what they're fucking doing, right? So how do you decide whether it's better to join on the first one or second one? Like some teams must be thinking that's better and the other teams Mate, that, think the other one's better. That is why the technicians and the science behind it is so important. Because that the only way I think these teams can be different from the other teams is by the ideas that they come up with. Because everyone's on a, a cap now. There's yeah. a cap, a, a cap of how much you can spend. And I, oh, I that's, believe that's called a spend cap. Yeah, you, yes, a spend cap. And you've got, got a Red right. Bull cap. I got a Red Bull with cap. Aston Martin T-shirt and an Aston Martin T-shirt. Well done. <laughs> it looks good though, doesn't it? It does. We're not biased. Well, and then. I'm in Haas today. Yeah, go hard. What are you wearing underneath the Haas jumper? Uh, Mercedes. <laughs> we're double dipping, baby. Mix and match, just how we like it. Oh, that's funny. But yeah, we've got a spend cap now. And I believe there's enough money in the sport that most of the teams will be able to just hit that spend cap. Do you know what the spend cap is? Spent. No. Uh, hundreds of millions, I'm assuming. But the spend cap does oh, not include... I thought include... it was 750 grand. Are you joking? I'd probably replace like a wing mirror or something. Where did I get 750 grand from? <laughs> that is so wrong. That is it's so wrong. Maybe a 700, maybe, oh, it wouldn't be 750 so, million, would it? That's but ridiculous. the driver's wages aren't included and the three most important members of the team, like uh, team principal, I'm guessing, and stuff like that, their wages aren't included either. So the spend caps are the same for the car. And then every team has the budget on top, I think, or within for their engine. Right. So that's really the only difference between these cars, right? Is what engine is in it and what difference them technicians have been able to find within the shell. The aero department. But you were saying people do cheeky shit at the beginning of the season, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, they do, yeah. There was like, um, I don't know when it was, maybe like 20 years ago or something, Ferrari. I don't know if it was Ferrari who started it, but they brought out these giant, like, in seagull oh, wings. You showed me the photo. Yeah, it looks like, like origami. Like Terry, like, the wings like are just origami sticking off swan. like that. Yeah, look how yeah. satin like that. It was it. so <laughs> weird. And then a couple other teams copied it, and then I think they banned it shortly afterwards. But there's been quite a few times like that throughout F1, I think, where teams of <laughs> teams have like tried to like add stuff to the car and like claim that they're not like bending the rules when, but yeah. then really they are. I wonder who's done that this season. Hass. Don't, to I be honest, I'm Hass, so scared that Hass are going to try anything that they can do. After everyone saying that, everyone thinks Haas are definitely going to get points after me saying Mazepin won't. Now, Mazepin will, I keep forgetting. Oh, I, shout out to F1 Jamie, by the way, a TikToker. 
my bet is that if Mazepin scores a point, I'll get the tattoo. And he said that if Mazepin doesn't, he's going to get a Mazepin tattoo. Interesting. It's been wicked seeing some uh, F1 TikTokers like reply to us because we're completely new to this. This is just fun for and us. And a tattoo artist actually reached out to you, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, tattoo do artist the tattoo. as well. Unbelievable. I'm talking, I'm not talking like, because uh, I know you've got a couple of tattoos already. I'm not talking like line work. I You need to get like a full on. I agree. Like portrait version of the Keaton Mazepin. But we should extend, if you're getting it on your leg, we should extend his forehead. I want it so to be like so massive. big that if we go to the races, I pull my shorts out, people see it. Yeah. Or it just good. hangs out the bottom of my shorts. So people know. Mate, imagine he goes and wins a race this season. I can get one of him holding the trophy. You should do a Steve-O and just get like a whole portrait of him on your back. Yeah. I tell you what, if he wins the world championship, I'll get a Steve-O, a whole... No, if Mazbin wins the world championship, I'll get his whole face on my back. Massive. I'm that certain he's not going to win the world championship. But if he does win the world championship, hey, I have fucked it. You know, <laughs> if he ends up doing it, we'll be getting through the season. That's and this season, by the way. hated it, mate. This season, in case he turns out to be a monster. Mm. But that does lead me on to something else that I was really wanted to ask you, because it was a question that I also really want to ask the guests we get on here. But looking at the current grid, what three drivers do you think are, are racing that could be a future world champion? If you had to give like your main three on that grid mm-hmm. who haven't won it, <clears throat> who do you think over at some point could get there? From what we know, we've got to remember we're going off the end of last season and we've watched as many highlights as we can. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's a bit of a shot in the dark because I don't really know a lot about the drivers yet. And a lot of the drivers are still young. So, like, they haven't really, like, proven themselves yet. But I do think, like, you just have to look at the youth. So, someone like Lando. Or, I believe Lando will be there. Or George Russell. I think George Russell will definitely be there. And then I also think, like, Gasly could get really close. I think if you put Gasly back in that Red Bull, conversation for another day. But I think Gasly is unbelievable. I think he's such a good driver in the AlphaTauri. Single-handedly took... Alfa Tori up the leaderboard last season, didn't he? Really? Yuki Sonoda DNF like four or five races. Yeah. Yeah, true. And he skis. I mean, <laughs> and we like skiing. You're just sat there thinking, what can I add? What can I add? What did Pierre Gasly do I last season? I saw him season? on Instagram once. He and Leclerc. Leclerc could definitely be world champion. Yeah, it's funny you say that though, because a lot of people think that uh, Carlos is better. Do they? Mm. What do you think as a Ferrari fan? I think Charles Leclerc is better looking. So if that means anything, maybe he'll win. And also, he should be driving for Ferrari because he's from like Monaco, which is like near Italy. Got you. Whereas Sainz is like, is he Mexican? Carlos Sainz? Yeah. No, Perez is Mexican. Carlos Sainz is Spanish then? Yeah, I think so. Mm. If that's wrong, that's just another thing we've absolutely <laughs> blown. Um, but yeah, also another thing from preseason testing... Russell got a quicker lap than Hamilton today. And they're in the same car. Wow. Exact same car. Wow, that's I find that quite interesting. Well, that's very interesting because I also hear that Hamilton's been lying about the tyre wear on his, on his car. What do you mean lying? Well, I think it was... Uh, I'm just reading about it here. It's, it's more of a bluff. You reckon? Yeah, so like he says it because you know... I'm pretty sure like each team could tap into the other team's radio. Well, not tap in, but they could hear like stuff from the other team's radio, like during the races. So like I think if Hamilton was saying like, "Oh man, my tires are shot, my tires are shot," mm-hmm. then Red Bull would be like, "Oh, all right, let's go in and pit because yeah, he's gonna yeah. pit." And then undercut. Like, 
Undercut, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now like we're getting that. our terms That's out. Sick. Undercut and overcut. Yeah. That's what we learned last Smashing episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Hamilton also said in an interview the other day, he said, if you think what I did at the end of last season was good, wait till you see me this season. Fight wait, and ha- talk. What? Hamilton said that? Yeah. Well, what did he do at the end of last well, season he was that was on good? Fire, he lost. He? No, but he was on fire. Look at the comeback. The comeback was insane. Like, he was... There was a big gap. Like, it looked... It, it looked like Verstappen's really, mm. and then Hamilton out of nowhere brings it back to level. And not only that, yeah, but mate, how does that happen, mate? I'll tell you what Hamilton did last season. Do you not remember that race where he had the engine penalty and he was back of the grid and mm. he did fifteen overtakes and mm. finished fifth, mate? And the, by that first corner, he started, and by the first corner he was like fifteenth, done five cars, unbelievable. And I it watched just... it and I thought that is why he's Lewis Hamilton. I never really known why or it. seen him as good as he is and it just blew me away at the end of that season. That's it. All these all these drivers are going to be like world class but then you just it just takes that one person to, to really stand out. Step above the rest mate and that's what he is. And that's what Schumacher was in my opinion. And is that what Verstappen is? Time will tell. Time will tell. That's the thing. It's one of those where yeah, he's a world champion but he hasn't won it 7 times. You know what I mean? Mm. Seven times is a lot. That's like saying, yeah, Leicester won the Premier League once. But how old? How old is Verstappen? How long has Verstappen been? It's 2016, wasn't it? He joined F1. Um, I think his first season uh, was 2016. Uh, <laughs> and I think he was 18, right? And he's 24 he's, now. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, he was the youngest ever driver to win a race, which is an incredible stat. Mm. So that's really good. I, I do believe he's got more world championships in him, and I love Verstappen. A few people commented on our TikToks trying to figure out what teams we support. I did want to talk about that on this episode. How does it work? Are you meant to support a team or like a person? We spoke about the countries and saying like, should you follow the person who's from your country? That's what we spoke about last time. I think it's both, mate. Like, because you can support Arsenal, but everyone loves Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Like I I'm, like, I'm, I'm pure Ferrari, but like I love Fernando Alonso. And it's a weird one because I'm like 100% Red Bull, but then I love Haas. But then I only love Haas because it's jokes. Love, yeah, it's just a fucking And then gimmick. I also really like Ferrari. <laughs> like I want, I want Ferrari to do amazing. I want Lando to do amazing. I want McLaren to do amazing. I, I like them all. We just, we're so unbiased. That's the mm. thing. You've got two new F1 fans that aren't watching it for a certain person or a team. We just love the race. Like the fact that anything can happen. Yeah. It's pretty exciting. For me, the the beauty of F1 is that, like, when the, the, it's the wheel-to-wheel stuff, you know, when they're just, like, and they're taking these corners at such high speed. But, I mean, they're literally, like, millimetres away from each other. And that, to me, is beautiful. Because there's, like, me, no margin for error. That reminds me of the hilarious comment we got earlier. We did the TikTok video from episode one where I say, Fab couldn't remember who Gasly's teammate was. And I go, Yuki... <laughs> And someone commented on it. Thought you were going to recall Traffic Paradise from Yuki. I had no idea what that means. I had to comment back. What does that mean? I I have no idea. It must have been something from a race we missed. I just put, oh God, mate, I haven't got a clue what we're on about. (laughs) That's been our our reply to every comment. Oh, sorry, mate, we're new. (laughs) We haven't got an idea. Us talking about them tyres. Someone said there's more. I was like, nah, soft, medium and hard's enough for me for now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there there is. Yeah, you got wets. 
Yeah, wets and different compounds for different tracks, which you taught me last episode. Beautiful fact there Thank as well. Thank you very much. See, people are learning on this podcast. It's more than just a joke. We're learning together, mate. And I like to think that there is some people out there who are actually learning with us because I know that there's going to be. A I lot hope of, there is as well. There's going to be a lot of listeners out there who have been listening, who are watching F1 for a long time and know their shit. But there's also going to be new fans just like us. Mm-hmm. So happy days. What just, are some of the other things we missed out on? Uh, we haven't talked about in episode one. Michael Massey has been replaced. They have announced three sprint races for this season. So Michael Massey was always going to get replaced, in my opinion. Now it's like VAR and two guys, so we don't need to get into that. Oh, yeah, VAR. Yeah, VAR is interesting. Is it called VAR? No, I think it's called something else. I'm just calling that because of football, but basically. And you can't talk to him anymore. They can't radio in anymore. Teams can't talk to the race director. No. Which is interesting. Which I think is good. Yeah, I never really get, got why they could. I mean, in football, you can't... Like, I think cut Massey a little bit slack, man. Like, he was getting... Apparently, he was getting hounded, like, every race. Like, all these uh, team principals started, like, radioing radioing into him all the time. And, like, he must have got a few grey hairs after that last season. Yeah, I mean, he was making a decision that would be very hard to make. I don't know whether he's solo the person who makes it. Or whether there's like a team of people that are saying, hang on, I've got hiccups. <laughs> what a terrible <laughs> time to get hiccups. Pause. Oh, gonna have to have a drink out of my uh, pit stop glass. Product placement. Oh, much better. But yeah, Massey's gone and they've announced three sprint races. Do you like sprints? We only watched one, didn't we? At the end of last season. They yeah, I don't think we really race. knew what was going on, to be honest. I had no idea. Had no idea. But then from some comments I've seen, I think a lot of people don't know what's going on. What is the point of them? I don't know. But my opinion on it is I actually think it's quite fun. Um, I like the way it made the whole weekend a little bit more exciting for me. A bit different. Like a bit of variation. Yeah, because you still had like qualifying the sprint and then the main race. You almost get like an extra segment. I Mm. mean, I, I like watching a bit of practice, but practice doesn't like thrill me. Really, like I'll watch a bit of it and I want to see who's quick and you know the track and who's handling. Uh-huh. Practices can be a little bit dull, I think. Yeah, no, I feel that. I think the qualifying screw. If we ever go to the races, we'll definitely be bevved up on practice day. Yeah, <laughs> doing no work. Yeah, we'll definitely be uh, bevved up if we do get out to any of the races, which is something we actually want to do, not just for like the pleasure, the pleasure of uh, going to watch a Formula One race, but also because we want to essentially try and take the pit stop podcast on tour we want to be traveling around to the races not just to meet people in the f1 but like you guys like we want to meet the fans of f1 because i think you guys are like the seed of f1 like the people that we should be talking to i 100 percent agree there's so many like creators online that would just be so much fun to talk to i've said since we started this i believe the f1 is is evolving in a way that other sports and other social medias did, businesses and brands did 10 years ago. I think creators are going to become so much bigger. Like that's, Aston that's, Martin got <clears throat> loads of TikTokers down to their launch. That is unbelievable. It's that's so really cool interesting. The, 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 literally the word creator is like, I'd never even really thought about it around F1, but since doing the TikTok, it's something that we've realized, like getting comments and follows from people who are like Kevin F1 or... Formula One, John, 
or something like that you yeah. realize how many people are actually are creating content around the f1 it's pretty cool yeah and then there's always it takes a few years and then eventually these brands and these companies will start to really understand that these people are good for their audience valuable like f1 is one of the richest sports so brands are going to be some of the hardest to you know work with influencers there's insurances there's putting their name to things there's ndas there's loads of stuff but i do believe content creators you know on tiktok instagram it's just great for the sport i want to interview them all i want to go to these races and talk to people that you know we can't understand their language it'll be funny that'd be hilarious film it all do everything yeah we want to take this on the road we definitely want to go to our first race this season so we'll keep you updated if anything happens with that we got a month to the first race and we we got uh no tickets (laughs) yeah what's the first race bahrain (laughs) we tried to buy some the other day didn't we didn't go very well yeah i did actually drop bahrain a little dm did you yeah i didn't tell you but i did drop a little dm what does it say i said please can we come to the race (laughs) (laughs) so they have send that to every single race i did it with silverstone as well (laughs) Neither of them have replied. <laughs> Neither of them have even seen it. Oh, that's a shame. We went to the F1 Experience shop in Blue Water the other day. Cool shop, um, just to get some more merch. Oh, the, yeah, the Grand Prix shop. Yeah, the Grand Prix shop. That's what it's called. And the uh, lovely lady behind said she's going to Silverstone, which we're very jealous about. Yeah, we are jealous about that. But hopefully, know. we can get some tickets for the next season. I don't know how early you have to buy them. Maybe, maybe it's like a, a bid or. A, a queue I, I don't know i don't know cause some of them like we looked at silverstone sold out but then like the imola ones aren't even on sale yet mm. so i don't i don't get it well maybe hopefully we can go to a race i that think the dutch the, goal. the dutch grand prix would be really cool and uh, it's quite close uh, so we, we could, could just drive super there. max and go bright orange yeah and wear a load of mclaren merch <laughs> <laughs> oh god on instagram this week we asked you guys what are some questions new Formula One fans don't understand? So, peop- And this is great for us because people have sent in things that they don't understand about the sport. And I'm going to ask some of them to Fab and see whether Fab knows. Oh, wow. Putting me on the spot. Well, here. I just thought you know more than me. Do I? Well, you watch like, YouTube vids and that, don't you? So I reckon you, you, you know a bit more than me. I was watching a video about pull and push suspension. Yeah, you're, you're ready for these. So if you've got any questions about that, hit me up because I'll <laughs> blow you away. We're going to start you off with a basic answer. And we spoke about it a little bit just now. But someone said, why doesn't every team have the same engine? Surely that'd be a lot more fair. Uh, I don't think you want it to be fair. I also think a lot of the teams wouldn't want the same engine. No. Because like, they all have the same budget. Who's making the engine for Red Bull at the minute? Is it Honda still? Uh, uh, (laughs) should we just say yes yeah yeah (laughs) honda are making the engine for red bull this year i have a funny feeling but i like ferrari doing horses is that right Uh, i don't know because i find i think when it's an outside source right so honda don't have a team at the moment so they just supply any engine but i feel like if ferrari are making an engine for themselves no they but they uh, do mate they do numerous teams have an engine from another team i know that's what i'm saying i find that quite weird because like surely ferrari could just like turn down the speed i think that it's like the iphones when a new iphone comes out you're like oh apple will slow my iphone down so i buy the new one that's what i'm saying man they just log in online that's it ferrari could just like dabble with the engine a bit say oh here you go yeah Yeah, there's a ferrari (laughs) engine and really it's like a enjoy it's like a vw golf 1.2 diesel do you know what i mean (laughs) v2 someone said what is a formation lap and how does it work (laughs) 
formation lap is uh, when the cars drive around before they start the race. Just to get the tyres warm. Yeah, get the tyres warm. But I can understand why you'd look at that and think, what? how does this work? Because I haven't really understood it either towards the end of last season because I noticed what they were doing, leaving the massive gaps. So that the people that go round and pull will actually get to their position and then be sat there waiting for like 20, 30 seconds for the cars so far behind. So yeah. then it leaves you... Obviously, it's better to have a bit of warmth in the tyres, but would you just be better off standing start if, if there's going to be their massive gaps anyway? Mm, and just heat the tyres with those little blankets you know they put on them. Yeah, I, I don't quite understand. I don't know what the rules are on that, but I saw some really big gaps at the end of last season on the formation lap. I don't know if that's normal. No. I feel like I've heard of a formation lap in like other sports, like a formation thing. Have you? What, uh, what sports? Like basketball, though. <laughs> Formation lap in basketball? Yeah. I don't know. It's not idea, that. to be honest. Olympics, <laughs> Olympics, maybe. Someone said, after watching for 10 years, I don't understand. Understand? Do you, do you understand? I, know, I, do. I don't understand the logic between strategy choices. So, like, why people would do certain things. Um, what's, what are some of your favourite strategies that... They do. I don't know about strategies. I think they keep their cards probably fairly close to their chest when it comes to strategies. But I can see why the strategy would change depending on the outcome of the race. Definitely. And the strategy can also change in an instant because the way you have to look at it is if two drivers do the same thing all race, how are you going to gain the advantage, right? So it's on the team's back to control the strategy throughout the game. Look at this throughout the game, throughout the race. Look at the safety cards. Look at everyone when they've pitted and come up with the best strategy for the ongoing race. The only thing I know is that if I go crash into a wall on F1 2021, then the bloke comes on the radio and says, there is a new strategy available. <laughs> Straight away. That's it's all like, I well, hear on that game. Mate, my wheel's hanging off. What other strategy <laughs> do you have? <laughs> As we try to get rid of the thing, it pops up and I can never figure How out what How do you button. get rid of that menu? <laughs> know, it just fucking You hold there. down B and the menu comes up and then I'm trying to fly around a corner at 200 miles an hour and I can't get rid of the fucking menu. <laughs> Do you reckon F1 drivers have that same issue? I don't know, but I reckon a lot of people have... I've just got completely brain dead. I have no idea what I was going to say. <laughs> Ditto, brother. I'm right uh, there with you. And the final one we got is, what tyre do you have to start on, depending on your position on the grid? I don't think that makes much sense. Stance? Sense. But I do think, isn't there a thing where you have to start on the tyre you get your quickest lap and qualify in? That was the case up until this season. And that's what happened on the last last race of last season, wasn't it? Verstappen got his fastest lap on softs. And then everyone was saying that this could be wrong as well. But I think Verstappen got his fastest lap on soft tyres in qualifying for the last race. So he had to start on softs. But then do you remember there was that safety car or something which worked to his advantage and he could get in and change? I think you have to start on what you qualify on. But I don't you know. You start with what the yeah, the last lap of qualifying. I thought, not your fastest lap of qualifying. Well, can you, I don't. That's what I didn't get. I don't know. But what I thought happened was he drove over a bit of gravel, and so there was like a bit of shit on his tires, which then ruined them a little bit. Which then <laughs> what did it do to the fan? Gravity it, tires. It cut the tires up a little bit. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't really know what happened, but I think. Um, there's some kind of rule around. We'll look at that for next episode and we'll tell you what the tyres work with qualifying. Good idea. That's that's the next thing we're going to investigate for. Good idea. Lot. 
If you do have any questions about push and pull with a suspension, then hit me up. Well, come on then. What is push and pull suspension? Oh, I actually wasn't prepared for you this. You can't sit there and say you've watched the video. Ask me push uh, and pull. Ask me push and pull. It's oh, really complicated. Prepared. It's really complicated because you have to look at a diagram of like how the suspension works. But basically, so way, the way the wheels are attached to the car, there's like two beams, <laughs> two rods, which don't do anything. They just hold the tyre to the car. And the third diagonal rod is the suspension. I've seen them fly off on the game. I know exactly. Oh, what you know exactly. You know them very. And basically, so and why when the wheel flies off on that game is it stuck on by a bit of masking tape? It just flies around. Yeah, like it that. flaps around like a little cable. <laughs> um, but no, these rods go into basically like some sort of ball bearing thing, and it's just essentially. So if that's the ball bearing, like the, my holding my fist the out. people listening can't see. Oh yeah, this is a podcast. <laughs> my bad. So basically the way the rod attaches to the wheel on the inside, if it's on the top of it, it's like a push suspension because when the wheel moves, it pushes it. Whereas if it's underneath and it, it's like pulling it. Oh yeah, cool. Something like that. Makes perfect sense, mate. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, let's not clip this bit. <laughs> Well, I hope you learned something I with thought, that there at the end. I thought I was going to have a really smart answer. I just sounded like even more of an idiot than I am. No, I thought that was pretty good. I actually think for episode two here, we have done a good job of answering some questions, giving our opinions on the cars. Yeah. But now we've got to surprise everyone with our second prediction. Whoa. So to start off with, I had, if Nikita Mazepin scores a point, I'm going to get a tattoo of him, basically. Or was it that if Nikita Mazepin doesn't score a point? I can't Don't try and change it now was. and no, dig yourself out of this was, hole. Your prediction was terrible. <laughs> my prediction was that Nikita Mazepin doesn't score a point this season, but I said if he does, I'll get a tattoo of him because I like Nikita Mazepin. Right. Yours was that Haas will get points in the first three races, so you are absolutely fucked. Nah. You don't I think? don't agree with you, no. Well, we're going to be filming And a lot of people in the, the comments races. didn't agree to with you To be fair, either. people in the comments are on your side. There you go, because I know my shit. But we're going to film ourselves watch the races, so if that does happen, you're going to get the reaction. That's going to be really fun. I, I think you guys will that. like that. I think that's a really nice segment, like because we can just film the whole thing and just post if something funny happens. And if nothing funny happens, we'll make something funny. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> make, we'll make it funny. Hit me, Fab. My second prediction. Yeah, you got five. What's going to be your second? My second prediction is that Mick Schumacher will drive for Ferrari for a, at least one race this season and he will win. <laughs> yeah, are you baby. actually trying to yeah. score any points or yeah. are you just thinking of the most ridiculous Says you. Shit? Says you what? about Mazepin not getting a point. What? That's probably going to happen in 22 races. They didn't get any. My God. You're saying a, a driver that doesn't even drive for that team, yeah, he's a reserve driver, is going to win a race in a Ferrari. Yeah. In his first race in that car, you're telling me he's going to win. I think win. it's in his blood. If you were to take him... Okay. An... I hope he does, mate. I'm with you. I'd want him that I'd want that to happen. All right. Let me put it this way. If Mick Schumacher... <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love Schumacher. Mac Schumacher. <laughs> <laughs> if Mick Schumacher cuts his leg and blood yeah. comes out, what colour is it? Red. And what colour is Ferrari? Red. Do you see what I mean? Oh, it's all just hit Do you me like a see what I mean? You no longer look stupid, mate. Thank you. You look very, very clever for that. Thank you very much. Well, mine's also about someone winning a race. I've got a race winner prediction. Yeah, is it Mazepin? 
<laughs> My prediction is that Valtteri Bottas will win a race this season. Yeah? I think he will, yeah. I, I He's in the Romeo. He's in the Romeo. Which, by the way, did you see the livery they brought out? Yeah, not bad. Camo. Yeah, very... Was it? Oh, that sounds like the wrong car. Are you joking? Are you joking? <laughs> oh, mate, I really didn't think that was. I thought that was Alpha Tori. Nah, it's Romeo. You, I don't think it's. You, I don't think it's their final livery. Are you sure? I'm. I am actually 100 percent sure. Oh, okay, that. cool. No, yeah, I think Bottas can win a race this season. I'm a big Bottas fan. I think he's a great driver, and I feel like there'll just be a race where everything will come together for him. He's going to be battling. Like he's in a team now where they want him to be that main guy. Mm. I think he's a smart driver, isn't he? He's a smart, really driver. smart. Can't wait to see some of the laps he puts in in that um, Romeo. I do just want to check the preseason testing just to see how he got on. Oh, he come tenth today in the Romeo. Interesting. I'm excited to see Alex Album back. It's going to be a great Are season. You? I'm not. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I felt like he was. Uh, he kind of missed out on that last year for a reason. I don't think he was good enough. Who was he at again? Red Bull? Red Bull. For like half a season and then they replaced Replaced him. by Sergio. So wasn't it, Gasly was in for like half a season and then they replaced Gasly with with uh, Albon because he wasn't good enough and then they got rid of Albon with Perez who come over from Racing Point. Yeah. And Perez is a solid driver. Yeah, Perez is a solid driver. I think driver. he's a good teammate for Max and I, I just like him in general. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting season ahead. Well, there we go. End of episode two. Any feedback, please do give us at Pitstop on TikTok, at Pitstop on Instagram. Make sure you follow this podcast. Give it a five-star review. And we hope you've enjoyed it. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, like we said, we got a we got a guest booked in, ready to come on. Big guest. That's really exciting. I think you're going to love, love hearing it. So, uh, yeah. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you very much for this all the This has been support. the Pitstop Podcast. Thank you for listening to us. And we'll see you guys on... Thursday. See you guys on Thursday. Let's get it! (laughs) Powered by Spirit Studios.